Hey everybody, welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and I want to I thank you and appreciate you guys tuning into the Psychic Shack Podcast. This episode, we're going to do something a little different. So what we decided to do was basically tell a couple of stories. I have a guest here that's going to help me out today, and I have, I'm here with Jerry. When you have a story, especially a supernatural story, a paranormal story, you want to word it whereas people can understand. You don't want something just sensational. Though it's a crazy ass story, but you you want it to make sense rather than just for the shock value of telling some story. And obviously, being in this field, you hear all sorts of things. And you, I'm going to talk about it. it's about when my brother had passed away. And the reason I bring this up, in mediumship, you hear people say, parents and relatives can't be your guides, mm-hmm. right? Since right. birth, you were assigned, and then that's who you're stuck. And so in some circles, what I just made mention of is common knowledge that's easily embraced, right? And then you have different guides at different phases in your life and and all of that stuff. Personally, and I'll just put this as an opinion and from what I've experienced on mediumship work and hands-on experience, my experience has been totally different than what I was told. I've always said, you know, an experience will override a belief any day. Oh, yeah. Good times. And that's just, right? And so you can have a family member that is a guide that's cool (laughs) i don't know it all depends on the extent and where you're at in a phase in your life but yes i will have to concur with that despite contrary belief because i've i've seen you've experienced i've experienced it so i would have to say yes and it wasn't a mediator normally if you're doing mediumship work we have our guides and what happens is you're talking to a guide and it's kind of like your interpreter and it becomes the buffer for some of the energy you're experiencing. Sometimes that guide isn't there and it feels like you're just receiving right from source. You know, spirit crossed over, they're wearing this type of clothes with this type of cologne, do you connect? And boom, so there's an array of things going on. I can say that from experience. Sometimes you'll have a situation where you know it's a family member and that family member didn't just show up because the medium was on board. That family member is connected to that person and that family member is actually telling you intricacies within the phase of a person's life. That's interesting to me. Whereas there isn't any guide, though mediums use guides, but you guys have to be careful also in that when we're having these conversations, we're bound by the language that we use. So my interpret, or anyone's interpretation can simply be by virtue of what they're accustomed to. So it's, it's a little different having a hands-on experience than reading about this and trying to engage. Okay, that being said. So, so when you do mediumship, people call and they say, my such and such has passed away. And I, I'm wondering if you can make contact with them. And a person says, well, they've only been gone a week or two days. And people say, not enough time. Because they need an adjustment period over there. And so we assume, I've heard it everything from 30 days to 90, depending on... Um, that's in our culture. If you go to India, there's all sorts of rituals that have to be performed. So there's timelines that are placed on transition. Hmm. I respect that. I, I get it. My family apparently didn't get the memo. <laughs> they they have not gotten a memo. I'm going to talk about my brother, but my sisters, my mom, and my Maybe dad. Maybe it just depends on the person's consciousness 
who has passed away. Absolutely. I mean, I'm some, trying to get them out the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking some people, just depending on where they're at, may not need such a long adjustment. Yeah, some they, probably need a really long adjustment. Oh, speaking of story, you just had one. We did a read. Your grandma came through. Yeah. There were assumptions because how oh, she... Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, check this out. Okay, now that we're on subject, we're doing a read, being myself. <laughs> <laughs> so your grandmother comes through. No, I was already like, oh no. Assuming like I'm gonna be chastised. because assuming <laughs> because of how she wasn't a natural, right? right? Yeah, she does. We don't have to talk about the situation, but mm -hmm. she deals with a situation that's contrary to what yeah. we thought. It, it actually surprised me. It was relieving because I was like, what? You know, I I was thinking I was gonna hear something the opposite yeah. of what was said exactly and it addressed a situation that has not been tabled that was yeah. something personal to you this came yeah. through grandma yep. is giving um insight permission yeah, also. this chick is all my out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my point girl let's do another one since we're on topic and so because there's one more i'm, I'm gonna say john mm -hmm. so I'm wrapping. This is how long ago but I'm. I'm wrapping. This is a, my stepdad. I'm. am so wrapping presents. Right. I'm. I'm minding my business. I'm wrapping presents, crying about how much money I spent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in my own world, and music is on. I'm by myself, and your stepdad comes to, mm -hmm. to me. I wasn't in a quote-unquote mood or whatever, and I questioned it. I thought, well, you know, you can get random thoughts. It is possible. Um, and I sat on it, I, I don't know the timeline, but when I brought it to your attention, here's, here's the twist. You had already, he had made contact with you, it was two days prior. Yeah, it worked. But we knew nothing yeah. about, that was nowhere in the conversation, it actually came up days. Wait, it was even the same day, I can't remember, was that even the same? But neither of us knew, but no. my point is, yeah. it, it came up. And um, the greater point in that, so during that time period, that presence was still here. Yeah. Interacting in and out, just waiting for the right time to make the connection. So it wasn't, here's the point, it wasn't a thing of spirit. This was human involvement. We were trying to piece it together. Spirit right. was consistent. Right. We're the ones trying to figure out and put together the puzzle pieces. Yeah, and well, be, we kind of accidentally did. And, okay. Like, and it, it right? wasn't brought up by me because it was like a personal thing at work. And really, for me, it came through as I just had this really great memory yeah. from my childhood of, of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And that happened to be one of his favorite holidays. Right. And just out of the blue, I had this really great memory. Um, for, there was like a quiet moment at work, which doesn't happen often. And for some reason, I had that memory, and it made me feel really happy. But not something that I was going to share with the world. It was personal, you know. So it was kind of a weird coincidence, but there are no coincidences are no that coincidences. you brought this up. Right. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. Right. And then we were detailing out some of the things that I was told, mm -hmm. but yet you were having the same um, expression. Right. And so we see a thing of connection. I, I think we have a tendency, not you and I, and probably not the listeners either, but there there's a tendency to have an experience and we put it in a box. And my only point is that if certain things are quickly placed in the box, we may not have the full expression of what it was purposed to do, mm. is my only point. Right. And so if you have 
a loved one who has passed or a person that's gone. Jerry just said it may not take those 30 days for them to connect with you. It may not take, they may connect with you the night of yeah. the passing, believe it or not, which brings me to my story. <laughs> Let's see, how. what's the best way to tell this story to keep me in a good light? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm doing everything wrong. So there's a medium that's coming to town going to do a gallery reading. Me and a cons conspirator, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go see this medium because it would just be cool. And I've never seen anyone perform a gallery read in public. I've heard stories. I wasn't as active as I am now, but it was something of interest. And I kind of jumped the gun and said, I'm going to go see this person. But as chance would have it, my kid is in the band. <laughs> oh, that's and the band is marching the same night the medium is here at the same time right all right so here's where my conniving starts to settle in <laughs> but i'm like you know what this is a football game my kid will never know i was in the stands or not i'm gonna go see the medium so that was the plan and it seemed odd. I mean, it was innocent there's gonna be a football game next week i can go see the band then and this medium from Florida you know when was the likelihood I'm gonna get an opportunity to go see this person or even interact or be in the gallery so we get there we pull up or I pull up and the parking lot is packed I mean this little place is probably the biggest I, I guess event this place has had I've never seen a parking lot so um, so packed and then guilt kicks in and says you know this this is saying dude you're wrong on so many levels <laughs> in so many ways and so I thought I said okay I'm okay let me go to the game let me I guess do what's right if that's possible <laughs> so I, I go to the game I get my kid everything's fine I think you go to eat you do the basic stuff and I come home by the time I get home and this is how long ago it was. There was a message on so the phone. So basically, you kind of drove through the parking lot. You I never drove through went the. I drove. Anything. I stopped in the parking lot. I looked around. I reassessed. Felt guilty and I, I did. I, I felt guilty. I said, "I'm gonna go support my kid," and um, only because I may need their support when I'm old. So, so you anyway. never saw uh, it's the kind medium. of a trade-off thing. So I never saw the medium. So I leave, and we go through all that stuff. I really thought nothing of it. And, but when I got home, there was a message on my phone. That's how long ago this was. And my my sister, you know, so my brother passed away. And um, so I thought, wow, but this is later at night. You know, it's, so I figure I'm tired. And, you know, you know you're know, you in shock when you get news like that. You, you don't know what to feel. You're numb. Yeah. Took a shower and all that stuff. Went to sleep. When I got up the next day, I said I was going to take a drive. My family at this, they weren't local. This was across the country. So I had no one to consult, not, you know. And I get in my vehicle and I go to the next town over from where I live. <laughs> this is a true story, man. And I'm walking up this street, just thinking my thoughts. And I walked in front of this bookstore. And this woman comes rocketing out of this bookstore. And out of nowhere, She's almost crying, and she's like happy to see me. And she says, I am so sorry for your loss. And I thought, wow, bad news does travel fast, <laughs> you know. I was affiliated with this center that this person was speaking at. But you have to keep in mind, I was just given that news the night before. 
so no one and I'm looking at this person thinking well that that's really neat thank you and um, then she starts talking and she said I seen your brother last night he actually came through the gallery but there was no one there to claim him mm. and I said no actually I was there I told her the story I had drove through I was in the parking lot, and she said he showed up here wow. last night. That is so cool. This person is a stranger, and that kind of spoke on so many, so many fascinating and this levels. this was obviously way years before you started doing this. Well, my mediumship at that time was spotty, mm -hmm. and um, it's like we were saying offline. I think rather than be preoccupied with talent or ability, my idea was you had to psychologically get there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mediumship was happening, but I wasn't psychologically there. There were things, the nuanced things I didn't understand about it. Um, just as, that's why I chose this particular story. Because I was still... You're on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, and then you're, you're kind of trying to make this make sense by the information that's provided. And what happens is, you, I believe, there's something very particular in organic growth, spiritually. You connect with, I'm going to go back to the word guide. I'm going to use it loosely. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is extent outside of yourself that's directing and guiding you. There, there is that something there, and I'll just call it guide for sake of conversation. And something happens naturally. No? No, no. Oh, is that no. This no, but the woman comes out and on the sidewalk, she gives me a read, and it was him. And my point is that... that and the woman was the medium. The woman was the medium from the night before, yeah. but I, I didn't know at that time. Well, here's, well I'm, a, I'm a healthy skeptic. If anyone tells me, and I guess you guys should know by now, if anyone tells me they're psychic or medium, my first response, in case you do meet me in person, there is a skepticism. Um, I, I've just come a different route. I've met too many. <laughs> so anyway, um, but I mean, this woman has given me details that only obviously... You know, I would know or my close family well, and, and backing up how bizarre that you happen to drive to the next town happen to be walking there. past yeah. a bookstore and, she, and, and she that very there. person yeah. I mean that that in and of itself is bizarre yeah. I wasn't even looking for her or read know? or anything yeah. uh, piecing things together but anyway my point is so he died that night showed up at a gallery I happen to be in that vicinity this is across the country this isn't was something up the street or across town. This was across the country. So that starts to speak volumes. And then, obviously, he's made his appearance known in quite a few places <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Some, quite a few people. That's true. Um, so we, we start to see, as you said earlier, the consciousness doing certain things relevant to the person. You know, we talked about grandma coming through and there was like a stamp on her, like she is this particular way. Right. And there was a totally different energy and we got validation it was her. John had come through. Uh, days prior so you're wasn't there uh, a lady too I remember hearing something where she was kind of connected to her grandpa and their thing in life was they would walk through the woods together or something and um, after he passed away she would go walking in the woods by herself but she was kind of spending thinking about him or talking to him and she would find these little rocks that were like the shape of a heart or yeah, something yeah yeah and she continues to do that. I, I mean, that's yeah. like such a beautiful story also. Yeah. You know? That was from a read. Oh. That was actually from a read that um, that was done. When the client came in, I had, I went on break. Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, in the offices, I'd have a seat. I'd be right back. You know, do you want something to drink? 
And when I came in, we're, we were doing cards. We're supposed to do tarot cards. And as soon as I sat down, this is so fascinating. Um, I had, because I automatic write you guys when I do my reads. And I didn't even get the word out. And I was like, wow, your grandpa's here. That always bothers me because it's so general. Mm. You know, you get yeah. someone of age, there's a likelihood they've lost a grandparent. Mm. You, you know, so I go through that. And, but he came through like you would not believe. And here's the thing. When she sat down, she said, that's the only thing I wanted you to say. She said, I could have left. That's all I wanted you to say was grandpa. That's it. And she said, that was my read. That's all I wanted you to say. What had happened? I said, well, he's here. Let's see if we can get into it. You know, she's crying. I'm damn near crying. It's like, this is so touching. That's when the woods came up. She's like, oh my God, I'd love that. I said, <laughs> it was a, it's not funny, but I was like, you walk in the woods and you talk to the woods. And she's like, I know what you mean. You don't know what you're saying. And I said, no, I don't. Cause it doesn't even sound right. Like you talk to the woods. And she was like, no, I, when I hike, I, um, no, it was something like, I hear you when you talk in the woods is what it was. Oh, I hear you when you talk in the woods. Saying. Yeah, the word written was woods. And I said, wait, there's a statement. And the statement was, I hear you when you speak in the woods. I didn't know what that meant. I thought it sounds like a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it was presented like that. And then she's crying and she's like, oh my God, I asked him, can you hear me? Because we would do these walks and I would just talk to him. And she said, you know, two months ago I was walking, I was crying. And I just said, can you hear me? And, and so, yeah, that's how that transpired. And then it was validation for her speaking in the woods. And he was saying, yes, I hear you speaking in the woods. And didn't she find some stones? And then the stones, yeah. Yeah, they like shaped like a heart. Like a heart, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah it was such like an old a little photo. collection of heart rocks. Exactly, exactly. Aww. So they're around, and what I, um, and even in that post, when people are like, this happened, this happened, some people are like, yeah, very, very absolute, this had happened. And even this conversation is a little different than the hello from heaven, mm-hmm. where we're like, look for the synchronicities, and then you listen for this and look for that. This is a little different, whereas um, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And it shows itself as it does. Yeah, so grab it and believe it. And... Yeah, and then the other thing is um, sometimes it's okay if you don't want to share these encounters because they're personal, private to you. Yeah, and, they are. And if these are precious things, you may want to be just careful how you handle them because not everyone may handle it with the same um, respect as you do yeah. or the same um, Well, the things that happen to us, are for us anyway yeah. and sometimes when we do share it it feels like you're cheapening it somehow you yeah. know because you can't ex- the full expression and, and feeling that came with it you, it's hard to explain that you know and, and it's for you anyway yeah keep it as your little treasure and yeah. the other thing I look at as well even before we close up now a lot of people especially with podcasts like this um, they're already verse they're like I want something deeper and you know whether you're spiritual metaphysical new age whatever people come into a place of comfort like that's an everyday thing of course they visit they're always <laughs> in my dreams why of course yeah. well what we're talking about may be for those who aren't able to make that statement yeah. and people that are still pondering them yeah like was that yes it was take it, it. it's a little gem just for you keep it and 
and let that heal you. you is know? is that possible? Is yes. is it possible that this kind? Of, I saw something posted the other day. And someone said, you know, when someone is lost, do you realize they're lost forever? And that is so sad. Yeah. That is really really sad. And they think the only fragment we have left is a memory. Oh, that's so sad. So there isn't any conscious yeah. interaction, right? right? But, but <laughs> when you have the experience and it's real and it makes you smile because you know that our consciousness moves on and that, yeah. you know what I mean? What a wonderful thing. And we still connect and to how it. sad for people who think it ends when it ends because that's so empty, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, having the experiences you have, that's joy right there, knowing that it doesn't end because Absolutely. you have it continuously. Absolutely. You know, you share with people continuously their loved ones and. It, it's hard. Um, I'm working with a person now. They're developing psychically. They're going to going to be in a wonderful medium. It's very difficult, guys, to look at something supernatural and try to leverage science against it to help you out. There will be a time in your walk that you will outpace certain things we understand to be scientific. Well, science only tries to explain what's happening. Yeah, after you know, the fact. After the fact, and there's still some things right. they can't, you know. And and they can't. They're we, continuously changing, so at some point in time, maybe they'll be able to explain. And that's fine. And I'm not knocking it. You know, I'm not a, I'm not on anyone's team. I'm not in anyone's camp. But I'm saying realistically, there are some things that um, the general population has not caught up with yet. So don't let that deter you from what you're experiencing. And I can only right. say, any last words? Another <laughs> weird story I remember. It wasn't really about you. All right, well, it was with uh, it was time. with that. That kid yeah. that got stuck in that dog. Right. That's bizarre. That's something unusual that you don't hear every day. <laughs> well, here, yeah, it's weird. Tell it fast, because I know now everybody's there, like, oh, what's that There's no about? way. It was so strange. I didn't even think it could happen. But basically, I was at an event, and there was some downtime. And um, one of the readers there, and she's a longtime psychic, and she had said when she was a little girl, her neighbor... There was a boy that was hit by a car. He was killed by a car on her street. And she used to play with him. She said that was her first trauma. Go to school with someone. I think elementary school. Around, really young. Aww, this yeah. child was killed. But she said he would come and play with her hair at night when she slept. And she's a psychic. So she knew. She said, you know, that was weird. It kind of bothered me. And, uh, no one believed. They had a standard poodle. That's the big one. And that was her best friend. A dog would sleep on the bed and all that stuff and was fine. And then one day, uh, the dog became irritable and eventually became vicious. Oh. And they had to put him down. Oh, my God. Yeah, they actually had to put him down. Yeah. He got that bad. So fast forward, years later, two marriages later is how she tells it. <laughs> two marriages later, years later, and she's already doing work and all that stuff, forgot about everything. And she's at an event, because back then we were on a circuit, so you're meeting psychics you never met before and everyone's working. And she said, I'm going to go get a read, because I haven't had a read in a while. <laughs> You're like, cool. And she goes and gets a read, and it was from a medium, and the medium pulls the little boy uh, through. And he's still in the form of a little boy, because that's what she connects with. Mm-hmm. He identifies himself, you know, we know it was the child that got killed by the car 
and that he he apologized for scaring her for playing with um, her hair but he still wanted interaction from his perspective and he and he said he practiced going in and out of people he stopped practicing going in and out of people when he got stuck in her dog oh wow that's weird. that was a turn and that's the part that gave us chills yeah he said he was stuck in that dog for the long he could not get out and that made me wonder about all sorts of stuff and as she's telling the story she was framing it obviously once again not for impact but she was explaining spiritual spirits how they maneuver and some things that happened to them and that has been one of the more bizarre stories that um has happened but he was released when the dog was put down yeah that's a rough one but so weird that yeah that's rough yeah i could see i mean that's and so here's the thing, because she was saying, now this was a progressive thing with this animal. It wasn't as if he was nice Monday, vicious Tuesday, put him down the following Monday. So this was over time. The spirit was stuck, whatever that means. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite sure we could have a whole nother podcast in that reference, yeah. but it was stuck. And uh, that's strange. Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. That's really strange. Yeah, leave it with that goosebump. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, anything else before we button up? Nope. Michelle and Jerry, thanks for joining me. Jerry, thanks for tolerating me. Sure. I appreciate you. Somebody's got to do it. That's what they tell me. I'm going to get out of here. You guys, thank you for joining me. This is Michelle, and I'm hanging out with my buddy Jerry here at the Psychic Shack Podcast. And you guys join us every first and third Monday of the week. That's the Psychic Shack Podcast. Okay. Of first the month, and, thank you. First and third Monday of the I am month. tired, man. Let me try another one. Check me out on Facebook. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Sack Podcast on Facebook. Soon to come YouTube? I guess. That's on you, buddy. Sack <laughs> Podcast on YouTube, guys. We'll keep you posted. Don't hold your breath, but we'll keep you posted. You guys take care, and I'll talk with you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye.